Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. This is, as we all know, for better or worse, the age of social media, of online influencers about all sorts of stuff that we really don't need, and of all sorts of stuff that is of dubious value, not to mention veracity. Someone can post something and it can go viral and hordes of folks get to see it in a very short time. That is not at all uncommon these days. What is uncommon is when one of those seemingly viral events turns out to be very, very interesting. Here's an example from a blog by a couple of unlikely people who experienced this phenomenon. Quote, Something weird happened on November 19th, 2019. When a professor shares scholarly slides online, they're usually intended for a niche group of peers. You'd be lucky if 20 people looked at them. But that day, the slides that Arvind released went viral. They were downloaded tens of thousands of times, and his tweets about them were viewed two million times." End quote. So just what was that academic presentation and set of slides all about? It was entitled, quote, How to Recognize AI Snake Oil, end quote, and deserves at least a few moments of our attention. The reaction was so startling to the author, Arvind Narayanan, an associate professor of computer science at Princeton, that after suggestions from 40 or 50 readers that he write a book on the subject, he joined up with Syesh Kapoor, formerly of Google, now also at Princeton, and they're now at work on a book that they've entitled simply, quote, AI snake oil, end quote. Most folks have heard the expression snake oil. The first definition of snake oil on the American Heritage Dictionary is, quote, a worthless preparation fraudulently peddled as a cure for many ills, end quote. While the authors of AI snake oil, both the blog of that name as well as the book in progress, don't claim that artificial intelligence is worthless or fraudulent. They do point out that many of the claims made about the abilities and applications of AI are exaggerated, misleading, and sometimes just downright wrong. To make their point, they cite many examples, some of which will sound familiar to regular listeners of The Electronic Cottage. For example, using AI in, quote, predicting criminal recidivism, predicting job performance, predictive policing, predicting terrorist risk, predicting at-risk kids, end quote. The authors look at these and many other cases of applications of AI and analyze them in terms of, in the examples above, accuracy of predictions compared to traditional statistical methods, or in some cases, simply asking a random group of people to make predictions. In all of the cases mentioned above, the authors find that AI adds essentially nothing to formerly known predictive techniques, which are themselves pretty dicey. In cases like deciding whether someone should get bail or parole, they can be downright harmful. AI can, of course, be very successful in some situations, very narrow situations which have clear right or wrong answers, and in which judgment and interpretation is not an important factor. The big problem with what they refer to as AI snake oil 
result when those with a dog in the race overhyped the abilities of AI in specific areas, uses which the general public and even most reporters don't have the background and or the time to evaluate critically. To make their point, the authors released, quote, a checklist of 18 pitfalls in AI journalism, end quote, on September 30th of 2022. It's a short seven-page, very understandable list of problems that they discovered when they reviewed 50 very popular articles in major publications such as CNN, The New York Times, Bloomberg, and even Wired that focused on AI. They also wrote a more detailed blog post about the shortcomings of some AI news articles. From their blog, here are two quick examples of articles they reviewed with some excerpts from their comments. Example number one, quote, the machines are learning and so are the students from the New York Times. The author's comments, we identified 19 issues in this article. In December 2019, the New York Times published a piece about an educational technology, quote, EdTech, product called Backpacks. It's a 1,500-word feature-length article that provides neither accuracy, balance, nor context. It's sourced almost entirely from company spokespeople, and the author borrows liberally from Backpack's PR materials to exaggerate the role of AI. End quote. By the way, that company closed in early 2022. Example two, quote, AI may be as effective as medical specialists at diagnosing disease, end quote. That from CNN and the author's comments, we identified nine issues in this article. In September 2019, CNN published this article about an AI research study. It buries the lead, seemingly intentionally. The spotlight is on the success of AI tools in diagnosis, whereas the study finds that fewer than 1% of papers on AI follow robust reporting practices." End quote. As usual, any of the articles or publications we mentioned today will be linked on the page for today's program in the Public Affairs Archives at www.weru.org. The bottom line here is that when it comes to artificial intelligence, or we might add, tech articles in general, be very, very careful in evaluating what you read or hear about supposed, quote, revolutionary developments in AI that suggest that AI is becoming, quote, intelligent, or, quote, sentient, or, quote, more effective than humans at making judgments. That kind of language is most likely not accurate at all. The authors encourage caution, and us, with these words. Quote, when you're making purchase decisions about AI-based products and services, be sure to ask critical questions, and don't be suckered into buying snake oil. If they can't give you a coherent explanation you can understand, the problem is not you, it's them. It might be because the tech doesn't work. As a citizen, exercise your right to protest when you're the subject of algorithmic decisions without transparency. Engage with the democratic process 
to resist surveillance AI. And finally, in a plea to our fellow techies and engineers, refuse to build AI snake oil. End quote. Good advice all, not only for AI, but for digital tech in general. And we'll do our best to follow that advice right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. 